0: Move from a victim consciousness to a creator consciousness where we see we are not victims of even the large uh things that are happening in the world, but especially the small things that are happening in our world, we can create the circumstances
1: becoming a mother and having a newborn that's being so pure and pristine, being this clear crystal mirror reflecting back to you whenever I'm not in my best state of being or. Whenever I want to rush out or do something and they mirror back to me. Again, that's an invitation to learn something in
2: every situation that you're in. Basically, just by being how I am, I'm creating others around me and vice versa.
0: Welcome to the Change Beings Life Beyond Vacation podcast. In this format, Ada, Alix and I, Jonathan, follow our excitement and share our passion for an alternative way of being. We want to inspire you that a life and business based on bliss and purpose is not only possible, but what is actually needed of you to contribute to these times. We cover everything that is in service for you to create a meaningful shift and supports you on your path. And in today's episode, we dive deep into the power of responsibility and how taking more responsibility can actually increase the impact we're having in the world.
2: So, he- Hello, Alex. Hi, Jonathan. Uh, thanks for joining me today. Jonathan from far away in the jungle. So we can hear a little bit of the jungle here with us uh, today. Also, also fun. And I'm in Berlin. Alex is in Amsterdam, right? Yes. Okay, wonderful. So we have some European capitals and remote Costa Rica with us today. And um, Alex, actually, you proposed this topic to talk about taking responsibility and about empowerment by taking responsibility and we mentioned this topic in the light of the war in ukraine and then we all said oh we've been thinking about the same topic over the last few weeks when dealing with with whatever is happening in the world so maybe you can start and i was just wondering you know what, what does it mean for you to take responsibility in in light of this event or just generally but but now we we kind of really are it's really in our face um so what is for you to take responsibility Hmm. um yeah thank you for asking that
1: question it's not a small one to answer (laughs) um but uh, for me taking responsibility lays on on so many different levels And I think we have to kind of unravel a little bit what taking responsibility actually means and what taking responsibility actually is. And for me, my belief is that when we are looking at our external world and what's happening outside of ourselves, that this actually is a reflection of our inner state of being or our inner world. And um, this can be on a very simple level um that's for example here in the city center of amsterdam and you ride your bicycle and um you are in a state of being that you have the feeling okay i i have the right to go first and then you're biking fast and like this will be reflected back to you by the people around you and and it will have an immediate immediate impact um but if you would take it in a much broader 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 sense and looking indeed in um yeah in the world right now and what's happening with the war in ukraine and looking at power struggles and egos and conflicts to me this is a message that we still have these internal conflicts these power struggles within ourselves and the biggest invitation of what's happening right now on this large, huge scale is to look within ourselves like, Hey, where, where am I still coming from a place of wanting to be seen and acknowledged by the rest of the world? Or where is there still that struggle and conflict within myself that is being presented in the world right now. And I believe that that is truly taking responsibility of of our inner world to be able to actually make a difference.
2: Interesting. So, you know, like, the first time I've heard this or the first time this thought crossed my mind, I didn't like it. I'm like, no, I'm all for peace. I, 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 I you know, I don't like... I'm not for the war. I, I don't like this thought that I contributed to events like that somehow. And, and you know, I've been discussing this with friends and they're like, yeah, but, you know, these middle-aged plus white men were taking decisions in Europe or in Germany and in other countries and they have led us to hear, like, what do I have? To, it's like, not I'm not part of that. So, Jonathan, how how, how do you th- think about that or how, how do, you, do you do you have that that struggle to even accept this is, is it is it hard for you
0: well for me it has a very practical component that ultimately brings so much benefit that I learn and definitely still am learning to ease into that concept one of the things that I realized on my personal journey is that I can only change the things that I really take responsibility for. And when it comes to relationships, for example, I love this idea of 100% responsibility. I am 100% responsible for everything that happens in that relationship. And the other person is also 100% responsible. So it's not the idea that we're both 50-50% contributing, but we're both 100% responsible. So there is 200% responsibility being taken for what's happening because only the things that I own, that I acknowledge that I created this, I can actually then also change in the sense that I am able to respond i can choose a different response and in that way the more able i am to respond, the more responsibility i have the more i can also influence the situation and to make it very practical i just had uh an argument with my partner last night where i was really angry with her that she wasn't respecting my needs. I wanted to go home earlier because I was really tired. I got up at five in the morning and she slept in. And so, you know, I was was so Mm -hmm. righteous about my anger of like, she's not respecting my needs. But when I realized, oh, wait a minute, this anger is actually something that I'm responsible for. It's not her responsibility to fulfill my needs. And diving deeper, I realized, oh, wait a minute, I'm not taking my needs seriously. I'm the one who's neglecting my needs. And to own that helped me then to move through that and to create actually more space in our relationship as well, but also for myself to find some ease and don't perceive myself as a victim anymore. And I think that's a really important point to move from a victim consciousness to a creator consciousness where we see we are not victims of even the large uh, things that are happening in the world, but especially the small things that are happening in our world, we can create the circumstances And I'm hugely inspired, maybe as as a last point, by Viktor Frankl and his book, A Man's Search for Meaning, where he so powerfully describes that even in the worst of imaginable circumstances in the concentration camp, there were people... Who took responsibility, not for the outer circumstances of what happened to them, but how they responded from their inner space. And he even showed the most beautiful human capacities and human attributes of kindness, of care, of compassion, even in that environment. So that shows me that, yeah, we actually have the possibility, we have the ability to respond to what's happening on our outside experience.
2: Yeah, what what a what a beautiful and powerful book. And um, yeah, thanks for sharing, you know, something that stick uh, with me was this um, sentence where you said, I can only change things that I take responsibility for so that we cannot at the same time want the things to change and not take responsibility for them. Because I think we're a lot of us are caught into this, like, I don't like that happening. I don't like this happening. I don't like the war. I don't like whatever politicians. I want this to change, but I am not responsible for for what is happening. So there's some kind of empowerment that is is coming with that and um Alex you mentioned empowerment when we when we were talking about what we want to talk uh, about this today during this podcast so how how is that empowering you yeah um, the reason why I feel it's truly empowering is
1: because it can make us be free and I mean that in a sense that we start to realize that we actually always have a choice so we always have a choice how to see or perceive or react To a certain circumstance that we maybe don't have control over. And there's one really beautiful book from, it's called Shantaram. And it kind of opens with a statement where this man is being tortured in prison. And he states, maybe people perceive that this is the least free experience you can have. You're in prison and you're being tortured. But I still had a choice. I had a choice to hate these men that were torturing me, or I had the choice to forgive. And the moment you choose in that circumstance to forgive, you're free. So for me, that's something that's truly empowering and also making it more practical in my own life, becoming a mother and having a newborn that's being so pure and pristine being this clear crystal mirror reflecting back to you whenever I'm not in my best state of being, or whenever I want to rush out or do something, and they mirror back to me by, I don't know, uh, having a big cry or wh- how they want to communicate. That, again, that's an invitation to learn something in every situation that you're in. So for me, children are like our biggest teachers because they are the biggest reflections of our inner state of being. So when we see something within them, it's an opportunity for us to take three deep breaths, sink into our body and ask ourselves, hey, where am I actually not connected right now? And then bring myself back. And then the whole situation changes again and it becomes quiet and everything starts to flow and you get on time to your specific appointment. So the empowerment lies in knowing that we always have a choice and that makes us free and taking every situation as a learning opportunity.
2: Yeah, um, being a mother of small children is definitely a good challenge to, to, to practice that. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks for sharing that. I um, also have lots of opportunities for growth there daily and one more one more concept so we so we kind of looked at this from the perspective that whatever is happening within us is happening around us and whatever is happening you know for like not only on a small scale but also on a big scale big events in the world are happening also because there's a group of people a big group of people feeling a certain way uh, maybe inside, and that, that is then reflected. And I was thinking, is it, so there is this uh, concept of interbeing, a Buddhist concept, that um, you know, I am because you are, and you are because I am. Uh, I was thinking, yes, if this is, in, in what way this is related uh, to taking responsibility. It seems it's a little bit more direct, that basically just by being how I am, I'm creating others around me and vice versa. Mm, I don't know who of you has some any thoughts on that. Uh, maybe, Jonathan, uh, you have any access to comparison of these concepts or is it the same actually?
0: Yeah, and I would like to, in a way, also contextualize it for... The business world and for our work environment because that is one of the the main areas of our work I mean we could talk about this topic in such a broad way and there are so many ways where that applies but I would like to bring it into that environment where we see in so many ways so much projection happening of like you know if my boss were more Uh, generous or if the capitalism wasn't so brutal you know and we deflect our responsibility and therefore our opportunity to change it but to acknowledge there's a big co-arising in a web of relationships and that is basically what this concept of interbeing refers to that we are not separate from the world but what we do if we don't own our responsibility we separate ourselves from the world in the sense that there is a world outside of me that I have nothing to do with, and there is my inner experience. But if we acknowledge, no, I'm part of this intricate web of life of relationships, then I also have to acknowledge that I am not only uh, uh, a part, but I'm a participant. I'm participating in creating this shared experience. And so how can I contribute in a meaningful way and that might be very different for the circumstances that you are in, but in, in just acknowledging that I am responsible for being frustrated with my boss, for being frustrated with my life situation, and not to blame that on the outside, not to separate that as something that is happening to me, but it is actually happening for me, I can then look into, okay, so if I own that, if I acknowledge that I created this, then I'm also the one who can create change. And that, in a way, points to an exit, you know, to a way of escaping from, uh, yeah, unfortunate or even unbearable life circumstances.
2: Makes makes sense. I mean, uh, easier said than done, maybe. But the, so let's talk about the practical part. So um, we, we have, you know, covered situations with a child. So the child is... Agitated, maybe I calm down within myself first, and then, and then that reflects on children. Maybe uh, um, driving, biking, uh, actually not driving in Amsterdam. That I, the way I drive, uh, the way I bike, um, actually influences the world around me and in in at work situations. But um, in in the events of such a shocking. Um, uh, magnitude it's tragedy of such a magnitude like like uh, uh, an outburst of violence a war um what what kind of what can we do about that what uh, what does it point us to maybe you have any practices Alex that you've been doing every day or especially now how can we how can we actually own and and what do we do on, on a daily basis with with that understanding?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think there there are a few things that we can do um from our own little bubble, our own little cocoon. And one of them, for me at least, that feels as really important and powerful is the power of prayer and the power of intention. And I think prayer has been maybe perceived as, I don't know, old fashioned or really connected to the church, but prayer have been used for thousands of years um, also by the ancient tribes, where we the moment that we start praying, we actually connect to something within ourselves. And you can call it God or you can call it source or you can call it spirit. And if we from that place pray and pray for a different outcome and send our loving light intentions to the people that are in this specific situation we actually start to visualize and direct our energy and our light towards a positive outcome and something for example that's happening a lot in the news is that you see all these horrible pictures But by seeing all these horrible pictures, people that are suffering, people that are in need, we we start to project that and we see that as the truth, which is actually not serving the people in that specific situation. So, yeah, one really using the power of the mind, the power of the visualization through prayer and, and wishing them a different outcome and a more beautiful future, I think is something that... We can do on a daily basis you could do that by lighting a candle or um in any way that that feels right for for yourself um and of course in the most practical sense when you feel a burst of energy and you want to contribute in a very practical way and hosting a family maybe in your home or or creating a platform so that that can be performed If it's coming from a genuine right place of course that should be also a very practical action that you can take so for that it's also important to to listen to yourself like hey what is it that i can truly do what is it that i can truly contribute and when something pops up to take to take action on that and as a third yeah like we've been talking this whole talk about taking responsibility of our inner world so having a morning practice, having a moment during the day where you check in with yourself. How am I doing? How am I feeling? And in your morning practice, calming yourself through the power of a breathing practice, through the power of meditation so that you can calm your mind and you become more aware during the day when you are in conflict with yourself or when you are in power struggle. So when something so violent is happening in the world, that. That is an invitation to look at these patterns within ourselves and if we have a morning practice or a breathing or a meditation practice it will help us during the day to witness when we fall into into these conflicting states
2: the the images you mentioned the images and I think that maybe it's part of what our brain is wired for um, maybe it's part of, of some kind of pro- protection mechanism when we see something terrible happening, the, in, and then with with media right now, and there are also a lot of fake images, but many of them are true, and they're really shocking. And I, I think, kind of for many people, the first reaction is 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 anger, sadness, disappointment. So there's there's I saw at least on social media so much then hatred um, fueled by that and. Like everyone meant good, we just want peace. But then, to want peace with hatred, that also doesn't work. So we stay, we stay in the same dialogue. Someone reacts aggressively. Uh, someone acts aggressively, and we we react aggressively. And then we're just in the same. In in, in the, we cannot break the cycle um, s- somehow. But then to actually. Really let the the sadness come and and realize this is how it is and still stay in in connected with love and and peace. It's um it doesn't you know it's it feels very vulnerable. Anger mm. is is uh, mm-hmm. so easy or that we feel protected in anger because like ah some people are doing horrible things someone else do so but then to actually let this in inside of my heart it's um just being
0: vulnerable i think it's so important to be aware that even just to to recognize what we allow into our sphere of perception is also our responsibility so which channels am i tuning into you know am i tuning into the fear propaganda am i tuning into the numbing cruelty of the images that we are bombarded with or am i consciously choosing not to tune into these channels too much also to keep that mental hygiene and to see that not only what we're putting out into the world but also what we're tuning into is our responsibility and rather tuning into you know images that represent the world that we want to be creating without bypassing, but there's a balance to that. And I want to share one last practice. I know we're coming to the end, but one of the things that we did at the Incubate course was to have buddies. And I think with many of these things, it's so difficult to see our own patterns. But if we have a buddy where we have an agreement that we can call each other out, this is something that I do with my partner, actually. We have this agreement to call each other out when I'm deflecting responsibility. When I'm saying like, you make me angry, then we have that permission to say, oh, wait a minute, the way that you're phrasing that, it's so often, even just in our language, are you taking full responsibility for your feelings? Are you taking full responsibility for your actions? Or are you actually deflecting responsibility? And in that way, expanding our possibilities to, to actually have an impact in the world by noticing all the ways that we're deflecting responsibility.
2: Support uh, from people who are in the same path very important. So we'll we'll just wrap up. I just want to repeat a few things that that uh, were important for me in this conversation. So this uh, uh, phrase that you said, Jonathan, that I can only change things that I take responsibility for, and then Alex followed with saying, "We always have a choice." So there's yeah empowerment here. We can change things, and we we do have a choice, even in horrible circumstances, like you quoted from Viktor Frankl's book, uh, from Shantaram, and yeah, I'll just close by saying that peace and peace activism actually starts within our hearts, so especially in these times, really doing our utmost best to shine that love and peace within ourselves is, is something that. Can help us ultimately to change the world around us. Thank you for sharing the insights.
0: Mm, beautiful. Thank you, Ada. Thank you, Alex.
2: Yeah, thank you.
0: This was the Change Beings Life Beyond Vacation podcast with Ada, Alix and myself, Jonathan. We recognize that what is needed in this world now more than anything are, with the words of Dylan Charles, activated human beings, setting extraordinary examples by living courageous lives. If you are excited about all the opportunities and potentials ahead and want to create this vision of the future with us, follow us on LinkedIn and Instagram or visit our website at changebeings.com. Here we offer online courses, workshops, retreats and much more to support you towards a life guided by purpose and flow. You will find all the links in the show notes.